0: <laughs> Unplug, deplug, replug.
1: You guys know that one.
0: <laughs> that old tail from the sea. <laughs>
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your weekly podcast that delivers a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. We are up to episode 59, fellas, which means we're covering the 5801 to the 59-minute mark. This is your host, Aaron speaking. And to my right are two men who, like a fat surgeon living with a hernia, oh, are trigger-happy for the white stuff. In fact... Just the other day, Caleb was saying to us, When I was your age, I lost on Jeopardy! (laughs) The saga begins, Ryan jabbed at Caleb. (laughs) I'm going to buy me a condo. Eat it, said Caleb, daring to be stupid. Uh, (laughs) Like Gandhi too, I knew I was going to have to halt the animosity. Guys, guys, one more minute. I mean, we might as well face it, we're all addicted to spuds. (laughs) Georgia the Jungle would never wear those shoes, Caleb screamed in my direction. Ryan defended me. Well, they're good enough for now. It's a dog-eat-dog world. (laughs) Caleb retorted viciously back at Ryan. You're a toothless person. A regular Beverly Hillbilly. Ryan got defensive. I can't help that I love Rocky Road. Stop dragging my car around. He's he's still going. (laughs) (laughs) Another one rides the bus, Caleb replied, acting like he was the king of suede or something. I tried to lighten the mood again. Caleb, remember that time you were stuck in a closet with Vanna White? (laughs) Caleb was taken aback. She never told me she was a mime, he sniffled. (laughs) I was only kidding, I chuckled. She drives like crazy anyway. Caleb cracked a smile. You guys want to go to Spatula City? (laughs) Pick up some Spam and lasagna? Like we used to? Ryan beamed. Should we pick up Mr. Frump and his iron lung along the way? Ryan asked. Nah, I said. He smells like nirvana. Well, I guess that deserves a little <laughs> Tennessee
0: Williams or Arthur, <laughs> Arthur Miller. Miller. I'm sorry. You're Arthur.
1: <laughs> How long did that white, take white, you? White, why can't I be, uh, what's the Hamilton guy? Uh, I don't know. Forgot his name.
2: Yeah. Shit, that guy. Who cares about that lowbrow stuff? (laughs) Let's talk about that is um... significant (laughs) significant cultural. So,
1: alternatively, I thought we could. I could just. It almost is like a storybook. Like at the beginning, when I say, "In fact, just the other day, Caleb was saying," and then there's a sound effect. And and then then he just reads. We we do our parts. I think that, if we have time, we can try it. Maybe, uh, but, or just let it ride. I, I think what it'd be easier to I edit liked, this bullshit. Out. I liked that.
2: What you just. I think what you just did works better than that. It I'm also not.
0: coincides with my desire not to read it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so you guys want to actually introduce yourselves?
0: Uh, I am Ryan. I'm Caleb,
1: All and right. we went and saw Weird Al. That's yeah. That was <laughs> what inspired that little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Intro there. What was that two weeks ago? Oh gosh, yeah. Something yeah, like
0: that. he was like the, the last time I saw him. He's Was at the Galois? He's on his uh, tour where he's uh, based. and I didn't know until like the couple of days before we went and saw him that it was like mostly um, original songs and like no putting. Mo- he he stripped down. Yeah, it was a bare bones operation. um not
1: really stripped down. And it was.
2: I mean, uh, all the instruments are la- there. He, yeah, but no like costumes. not his. Not, yeah, yeah, his okay. usual the- Stri- theatrical okay. stripped down right. from a
1: visual standpoint.
2: They had stools. They were sitting on stools. Right. Yes. Right. So that kind of puts you right there. Yeah. There was a lot of action going on. It was. Great. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was, was pretty cool. The lighting was off the chain. <laughs> it was there was a,
0: yeah, mostly lighting effects, but yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was, it was um, uh, at the Galois, and like we had, I actually at one point I went down to get a drink, and um, I passed Emo Phillips on the on the stairs, and thought about saying something to him, but it chickened out. He was hilarious. Yeah,
1: he was very funny. And I don't normally like kind of one liney comedians. Emo know like a whole other. That's true. Levels. I'm
2: very different.
1: <laughs> yeah, his delivery is
2: amazing.
0: <laughs> Did you guys have any favorite moments? Favorite songs? I did like the encore that he did. Uh, he did one parody or song, which he said he did the uh, the Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, he
2: gave everyone a taste. That's yeah.
1: that's the only pair. I mean, that's the only one that he did, kind of in the style of <clears throat> the original recording. Oh, right? that's true too. Because he, did... he did like a montage of parodies that were all in sort of different uh,
2: styles than
1: the style right. he was mocking originally. So- and I'm Just trying like, to like
2: interesting twist on right yeah.
0: yeah and all his songs he did he did they were mostly like changed up a little bit like he did do Dare to Be Stupid but it was right. in a different style yeah. that irritated me I would have liked the original better yeah. but I, I, see yeah, he was, was anyway, I see what
2: it he was a B side anyway it wasn't a big doing. single I see what he was what he was after I'm trying to remember Dare to Be Stupid <laughs> was
1: done sort of in what style I'm trying to I remember. think it was like yeah like a. Yeah. I did
0: record a part of it. Like I don't know if it was Dare to Be Stupid that I, I think it was, but it, the audio is so bad. And also, I had some cognitive dissonance about being like, well, I don't know, I'm not recording a show.
1: You're a little bootlegger, are you? I know. Ryan. Oh God, <laughs> Just touching <It's> like, me, <laughs> literally tickling you. But, yeah. <laughs> but because, but like, I understand <clears throat> why he switched up the hits that he did at the end. But Dare to mm-hmm. Be Stupid wasn't necessarily a hit. So why'd he randomly pick that one? Anyway, didn't Al, he get change, in touch with us. Didn't he change every song, though? Wasn't no. every song done in a different style? Uh-uh. Was no. it not? No. Yes. No.
2: The ones that were no. his famous parodies. songs. Right. Yes. But his original... The super famous his, ones, his, yeah. his originals that aren't really based on... They're not parodies. <laughs> right. They just played them.
1: Oh. Well... But even his parodies that weren't hits, he played n- straight. Oh, man. <laughs> well, you <laughs> well, we don't have to relitigate the show... <laughs> Anyway, I had a good
0: time it was and I awesome. was I was very, never seen I was before. pretty drunk. I'd never seen him all either. It was my first concert I've ever been to. <laughs> and how did and you like probably it? Probably last it's you, very loud. That's the first <laughs> concert you've ever been to? Yeah, I, we've covered how I don't care about music. Holy yeah, but I guess shit. I never thought about that. You're 40 years old, oh man. Why God. would
2: I go to concerts? They're so loud am, and crowded. I understand. It just didn't occur to me that you hadn't even been to one before.
0: See, the, I'm the guy right. who, like, if I were to go to a concert, I'd like play it exactly the way it is on the CD, don't do anything new, and so I'm like, why would I go to a show?
2: Well, because I like to go to concerts because... They're actually out there performing it without the crutch of a studio.
1: Yeah, badly. Usually playing no, it live, not usually. You I can't mean, make that. Dis- you can't make that distinction you if you say, don't go to concerts. That's true, but it's never <laughs> as good. It's that's that's subjective <laughs> and wrong. Well, yeah. one would Subjectively one would say, wrong.
0: if it's not if it's better. Well, then
1: that's just bad work in the studio. <laughs>
0: Like, it should be better in the studio than it should be no, there's live. A, there's a whole
2: different experience yeah. live I think, versus studio. Yeah, I think
1: I think you're uh, just, I think...
2: You just... You, I think I just don't you're care. You're living under this no, rule yeah.
1: that you've invented that the live experience has to be exactly like well, the studio experience. And I don't want that. <laughs> right. That's what I would want,
0: but also I don't care. Right. Like, I don't have any interest in music really at all.
1: Well, Oof. this is devolved. It's from a great weird owl <laughs> moment. Jesus, this it. is
2: not new information. <laughs> no, well, I just didn't. I just didn't. I know. Understand. I that.
1: guess I did. We did
0: I did kind of go to a concert one time at the um was it Big Bad Voodoo Daddy? Oh, yeah. that is a concert. We That's saw concert. that at the what was that place called at the time? That it was joint. called the
1: Juke Joint. Juke was it, Joint. Was it close enough to the album for you to the Swinger soundtrack?
0: Yeah, I was also pretty drunk, so I don't really remember. I remember unsuccessfully hitting on a girl. And you were 18. Yeah, and it was a place so, where... Thanks, it, Juke Joint, for letting so minors drink to, at your I've establishment. I've been
2: to both of the concerts that you've ever been to. Were you to? there? Oh. Yes, I was there. I, uh,
0: yeah, the Juke like, they had wristbands, but also you could
1: just wear long sleeves, and, and did, like, they did not check. A girl that yeah, I worked that's... with was there, and she said she wasn't, and she was over 21, and she said she wasn't drinking, so she just gave me her wristband. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think I threw up in the bathroom that night. (laughs) I think I threw up in a urinal. I do remember when we got home from that. Ryan and I were roommates at this time, and... you fellas you we had a recliner in the living room and you i remember waking up at some point in the night and you had fallen asleep in the recliner but I it had tipped that. over on its back and so i came out and your legs are just dangling <laughs> in the air
0: i like also that you're like well i guess maybe he'll choke on his own vomit <laughs> uh, back to bed
1: i didn't even think of it so uh all right. Well, maybe it's time to recap the last episode. Yeah. Why? Uh, you know. In, <laughs> What's the <in> point? <laughs> music's bullshit. <laughs> uh, the the statements of Ryan Jet do not reflect the <laughs> yeah. uh, feelings of the Autopod House. I was
2: thinking that we would like maybe post this. You know, at, we'd tweet like in LinkedIn, uh, Weird Al. You know, we but, should. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We uh, has got some comments like music is bullshit. <laughs> Maybe I will agree. I bet A, a lot, lot of, of people them. that like Weird Al aren't necessarily huge music
1: fans. Sure. <laughs> this one, he brings people together. So in addition to having an amazing time with our friend Mike Seibert, uh, that was a great episode, great mm-hmm. interview, lots of, lots of chit-chat, uh, we saw Ultra Magnus attempt pathetically to harness the power of the Matrix only to be shot up and blown apart like a fucking crash test dummy. And with that, Galvatron took possession of the Matrix and plans, it seems, to use it to dispose of his own master, a.k.a. Unicron. So right as we kick off the top of this minute here, uh, Galvatron states that with this, he's going to make Unicron his slave. And Unicron is not into it. (laughs) Because Unicron can (laughs) see and hear everything Galvatron does. He screams in anger. So we we touch on this a little bit, and I've probably said it several times, but since here we are in the movie. Uh, why doesn't he torture Galvatron? What's I, our thought theories?
0: Of this, I thought of this too. And uh, m- before, I think we had speculated that because he's in proximity or has possession of the Matrix, that offers some kind of protection. Right. But well. then I remembered, spoilers, whenever Galvatron literally has it around his neck inside of Unicron, he gets tortured.
1: Oh, is that right? Okay. Because that's what he does to torture him to make him attack Hot Rod. And also, it would stand to reason that even though Ultra Magnus couldn't open it, it would be fucked up if the Matrix afforded Galvatron some kind of protection that, that it did not Although, afford its rightful heir. Maybe the Matrix doesn't care. In the comics, it, it is interested in evil.
0: That's true, yeah. So Yeah. Uh, so, really, what would you call this? Just like a fuck up? Just, I think this is again, just another <laughs> because movie point. It's like, I don't know how it would work if he tortured him. Like, why would... Yeah, I don't... I think they just have to do
1: it to get to the movie. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. So I'm going to play this, and I'm going to turn the audio back on so we can hear I'm going to ask you guys if you remember oh. <laughs> where the sound... like. Okay, listen guess? to the Unicron sound effect and tell me if it rings any bells.
2: Unicron, my master. With this, I shall make you my...
1: So, do you guys recall that sound effect?
0: Uh, I believe that is the Millennium Falcon blasting off of sound. Oh,
1: if it is, that's interesting. That's not where I was going what with is, it. What
0: are you going? If to? that
1: is though, I want to know more about that. Remember the scene back at the very the right show? after op, right after Optimus Prime uh, died, and the Matrix was passed to uh, Ultra Magnus. Mm-hmm. Then you you saw a scene of Unicron getting mad. And I think he on all exploded. Those TVs. He, yeah, he, so he ultimately exploded and made that same exact sound. But yeah. while you were in looking at those TVs, you heard that you heard sound it. effect yeah. like two or three times. Muffled for some reason, as if we were hearing him yell from deep inside of it. I, I don't think
0: they yell, but I think the initial like that—that that is the Millennium Falcon uh, like acceleration sound, which they use anytime Basically, in this movie, they use a ton. Like when Starscream blasts off through that closing clamshell, it makes his thrusters make that sound. Oh, that's awesome! And a lot of the jets make that sound.
1: But yeah. awesome. Well, Nelson way Shin man ready to reuse those sound effects. He had rocks. access to those tapes. <laughs> So we, at this point, fade back to Quintessa, and we see Hot Rod and Cup on sort of a a plank of judgment, if you will. Yeah, it feels like a really long time since we've seen Hot Rod and the Cup. (laughs) I guess it's been, what, a couple episodes? It's been a a few episodes. For us, it's been It's been like a month. (laughs) (laughs) We've been stuck on on for (laughs) three or four weeks. So um, on that plank of judgment, the prosecutor speaks. He (laughs) asks the guys if... uh, They'd like to beg for their lives as uh, every now and again it seems leniency maybe is delivered. And as he's speaking, we see close-ups of the Sharkticon's fins circling the waters awaiting their next meal.
0: Yeah, I was maybe I'd had too many or not enough martinis when I was watching this last night, because I started really focusing on the prosecutor's words like, beg for your life, it sometimes helps but not often, and then I got real weird, like, real world into it like, if this was really happening to me how scary that is, of like nothing matters, this is a total like, nothing I do is going to matter I'm still going to be killed and tortured and it started, like, I got down this rabbit hole to think about the toy box killer, which just Oh, here we go. D- David Parker Ray. He used. Of he kept, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I like Ryan's acting like he doesn't want to talk about it, but we all know he's gonna talk about oh, it. Oh, I definitely <laughs> want to talk about it. Anyway, it's a
0: toy box killer. Nobody seems to know who this is, but it, I think it's because it's so gross. But he built like this elaborate torture chamber where he would kidnap women and and do awful things to. Them. But he he had them like restrained when they would come to. He had an audio tape he would play about the rules of what they have to do, and it just reminded me of this of like someone telling you what's gonna happen and nothing. You do matters, and I just got real weird with it. Anyway, yeah, it I'm, just like it got so scary. No, I'm
2: really weird with it. Dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Anyway, go look Thanks. that up at work.
2: Nope. <laughs> That's unsettling. Yeah. So, so being confronted with death would be a bad thing.
1: That no I guess if that. you want to boil it down yeah, to sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> what if you? What if you're captured by ISIS and you're facing a, a sword oh, to the neck?
2: What? What is? It's the same, All the same
1: difference. It's all the same. Are it's they the operating same. in All field? of it's the same. It's all the same. <laughs> it's all the same. It's all the same. Those moments before it's you're not, snuffed. It's not all the same. <laughs> well, I mean, just, that's all. You all get. To, we all are going to experience that moment. I do think about more. Before we, before we,
2: wait, what we're going to experience? What sure. moment? ISIS. Yeah, all or of us a are. A tank or a torture chamber. It, it may not
1: be via murder. It might be via the hands of the time. The hands of the, the ever time. revolving clock. More stay in the times. <laughs> <for> <laughs> the
2: <killing>? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a jungle love. That's the way I would want to go out. How, who my. would who would swing the uh, proverbial axe? Morse Day himself, uh, probably. I was. I would hope it just be a, a band like a whole band's beat down on me. You know? oh, oh, wow. oh, see,
0: in my mind, it was like a like um, uh a pit or like a, a pit in the pendulum thing, where there's that big like 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 knife that's no. like swinging back and forth
2: while you listen to the song, and yeah. then at the end, it cuts you in half. Okay, well that's pretty twisted, but yeah, yeah, like a metronome. I just hope i just get hit in the face with it on microphone. Do you or want something. to be beat to death? <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it is Morris Day in the time.
1: Uh, well, now you all know how we all want to go. Is, except for me. All, and I'm going to just move on. It's all fucked up. Old age in my bed. <laughs> it's all fucked up. So. Uh, a question I have about this scene is why are they both getting to go at once? It's fun, interesting that they that is just interesting. doubled up on this one when they, as far as we know, have been doing singular drops to this point. But do they bundle it up by when they capture you? I don't know. That's Those are the right rules here. of the court. Is if you're captured together, you have to go
0: together. That's yeah. the toy I box mean, playing. Toy <laughs> box Killer playing right. his take. That's right. They did. He did keep
1: multiples at, at one time. <sighs> <laughs> Hot Rod and Cup. <laughs> Up close, they're looking at the courtroom with what could only be described as contempt. Trying to transform cup notes that they cannot transform hot rod states they should keep trying the judge commands them to shut the fuck up (laughs) or they're gonna face contempt of court which is like what's What's the worst what are you gonna do kill me put me back in the cell it's like that
0: joke when you're quitting a job what are they gonna do fire me (laughs)
1: yeah so (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) so uh uh hot rod delivers a classic line classic ryan you want to you can't have it back you want deliver it i have nothing but contempt for this court <laughs> <laughs> the, i love the design of the quinnison face masks by the way oh they're great they floridary
0: yeah the the every mat every face is great i love
1: it i feel like these characters on this planet in particular uh, like the the people running the show just said dairy you just do whatever go balls out <laughs> it's like you do get crazy and they let they just let it ride um, so, the prosecutor at, con- continues to uh, ask the judge, you know, guilty, innocent, and then the judge reveals... <laughs> it's fifth face! the face! <laughs> the fifth face.
2: <laughs>
1: and reveals the verdict, which is innocent. And with that, the plank drops out from underneath hot rod and cup. And they begin their descent into the Sharktacon pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, halfway down the pit, their restraints disappear and then sploosh into the liquid inner John tank. Why would they take away their restraint? That is something I thought
0: of too. Is that maybe I don't know they're toxic
1: to the Sharktikons. So
2: oh, exactly. I couldn't come. That's how I framed it in my mind because <laughs> gotta, I'm like it makes no gotta, sense. They gotta get them back and use them for the next victims. <laughs> but so, I don't.
1: so they disappear and reappear yeah, in like oh, a storage oh. closet somewhere. Yeah, that's
0: right. I can't remember was yeah. Kranix or, or Arbolus yeah. uh, was he restrained whenever I I can't remember. I don't
1: think so, but maybe he wasn't deemed as hostile as these. Yeah, these two.
0: Um, but.
1: But yeah it,
0: it was a weird point and also like now we're seeing them dive down to the bottom of
2: I just thought uh, it was strange well it keeps them from transforming that's, that's true, true maybe
1: but d- how do they know they're transformers because they got wheels and stuff, and they're like, what the fuck else are you going to do with yeah, that Maybe things, the so. Alicons told them, because they
0: rolled up to that swamp in <laughs> vehicle mode.
1: Well, and also, we'll fast forward into the future, into the television show, we learn the Quintessons are the Built the Autobots. The, the Transformers, yeah. So, there you go. That's so they already knew that shit. <laughs> so they, never, they were like, I see an Autobot insignia on him. Put on you them. think he's a Transformer? Put the loop on him. The going on <laughs> put it. the, put the then, blowing hula hoop But then him. why'd they release the hoop? And the only thing I can right. really get at is maybe they want the, to see a struggle that they f- feel sure. will ultimately end in oh, their death yeah. no matter what. Maybe it's a gladiatorial kind of thing. Yeah. It is in my script. Oh, interesting. Okay. We'll we'll get to that. So uh, the guys uh, are in the tank, Mm -hmm. and Hot Rod notes that there are a lot of Sharktacons, so many in fact, that were they to use their photon weapons, they would certainly find themselves out of projectiles before all the beasts were slain, and that's where Cup proposes an alternate Offensive strategy, demolition derby. So the boys transform, head towards the bottom of the tank, while the crunching guitar riff of Kick Axe's hunger yes. begins Ryan, to shred.
2: Brian hates music. <laughs> <laughs> I would
0: say I, I, I think you like nostalgia. There's, there's an addendum. I, I would the only t- if music were to disappear from the world, the only thing I would miss about it is in movies. Like I, music in movies is necessary. Um, Because I do love this song in this part, but also like um, this is a bit of a digression, but uh, John Carpenter's Halloween—they did a rough cut of it and showed it to audiences before he had time to put in his score, mm-hmm. and did, people did not find it scary. And sure. then after he put in the music, it really mm-hmm. like heightens it to that level. So yeah, I'll, I'll let music. So exist as far as he
2: sets the tone for a you're more saying, visual media. Yeah. you're saying that music helps set a certain emotional like um, um, or mood. Is that what you're saying?
0: <laughs> that is what I, I think. But it
2: can't do at. it independently yeah, d- cinema. D-
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an augmentation. So all every live band that has ever performed needs to do is have a giant screen yeah. with a movie running in the background. Yeah. So and maybe you, would Ryan... you come
2: see me actually play music live if I, like... If, I if, had, if it was, like, all, to score... If it was, like, kind of... Ba- if, if I was scoring or... I know what. You you want me to be the guy that plays the organ for the silent movies. That
1: would be amazing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah.
0: Also, I will say, I have seen you
1: play music. And... If, before where? they don't count as concerts if you're not famous though. So God, <laughs> just at bars and stuff Um I call those concerts <laughs> they're shows i would Look love to idea. go
0: see yeah like oh man i'm gonna film a si- film a silent movie and then you are gonna score it Absolutely. live and that that's I'll, our next project yes sir I'll you do, do the
1: scores for those film yeah. uh film competitions that uh i have say done to some, some. Yeah, yes, you're, say always, to. you're always I up on done. that
2: I, I, I have acted in those before movies before you get off. Before that's you right. move on, I to say guys. one thing that's really cool about living in St. Louis is the Plaza, this really nice hotel where famous people have stayed in mm-hmm. St. Louis, the Chase Park Plaza. They have a movie theater built into it, and if you go in there on certain nights, there's a guy playing organ. You yeah, you mentioned uh, before this. the movie starts, and there's a there is an organ that can come up and, and drop down to the floor and stuff, and it's used nice for, for silent movies. is it one
0: of, is it like built in a style of the old movie theaters or is it just a regular movie theater that has happens to have this... i
2: believe what's happened is, is it's been a movie theater there for a long time mm-hmm. and it, it, so it once used looked old in there but they've you know they've updated it sure. and stuff
1: so are you telling me that every movie theater that played silent movies in the era before like audio was played live in the theater they had to get a yeah. Pianist yeah, to follow us. A... Because yes. they couldn't Sheet music. Or an
2: or-, or an orchestra. Yeah, they because they form. couldn't it was
0: it was easier oh, to do I'm that, than ignorant to, buffoon. than to
2: sync it up. They couldn't get it synced. They've what the uh, St. Louis Symphony would do is they do two things. They would play an actual silent movie like uh Metropolis mm-hmm. and they and it, it is scored. It's mm-hmm. not just a guy on a piano or but They or would do the would, score live. They they would <clears> they would play the orchestra part live and that was how it was commonly done for some of the big features like that. If it was a smaller like silent movie, you have a guy on piano usually cuz it had to ha- I mean you the music helped set the tone it was
1: a silent yes, movie right. you didn't have yeah there was yeah, vocal the vocal yeah, medium so to that. to yeah. feel the drama but the right. uh, the piano or organ one hey yeah. i get it guys i guess i just always assume that maybe it's they put cool. it on a phonograph or something no, just, they, they tr- that was that
0: was tried but they, they couldn't get it synced properly yeah you had
2: to have the pianist or the musician be you know kind of watch the scene changes and know then when to change the mood so stupid early cinematic troglodytes. It's cool. It's really cool.
0: You know, I remember, and this is funny of like a, a situation where you realize something really late in life. About a year ago, I realized why they call them movies because they move.
1: And so, uh, <laughs> the, all right, the Sharktacons at this point take a peek under the surface of the water. Yeah, one by one, and then in larger groups, they dive <laughs> Just... and make chase. <laughs> Hot Rod and Cup sink to the bottom and continue their dive, and that is uh, where this movie ends for us. Yeah, and we get this, to hear that the, the, the heavy metal sting, and then when
0: I see what I want. I'm to take, take it.
1: And that is unfortunate. We just get a little taste. Mm-hmm. A little, a little, the tip goes in for us of the kickaxe. Mm-hmm. Uh, those Sharktacons really do look more like anglerfish, but I, I understand <clears throat> you can't really make a cool name out of
2: Angler-Con. Or... Anglerfish-Cons. <laughs> yeah, the
0: Sharktacons.
2: <sighs> Sharktacon just sounds better. It's it a does. shark, man. But like they,
0: when you look at them, they do not look like they're designed for aquatic life. Like they kind of, I guess, have the bodies of Frogs, a little bit, but then they don't have like any flippers or seeming any way to move about
2: the aquatic world. And they're also made of metal. Sure. Yeah, they look like
1: tadpoles. But so are submarines. Tadpoles with shark fins. True. And their little arms. I like
2: their little mace tails.
0: Yeah, that comes in a little bit later. Just give them a break,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> Stop sh-
0: body shaming the shark decons.
1: Guys, we need to be more woke. That's right. This podcast. Uh, so uh, we can talk for a second here about Spectre General, aka Kick sure. We obviously covered them in a previous episode, as they did the song where Hot Rod was, uh, or what, what was that previous song? Shit, was it? Nothing's gonna stand in our way. Not tonight. And that's the song when Hot Rod drops into the original Inner John Ocean.
0: Yeah, there's uh, every time you go underwater, it has to be heavy metal music is playing <laughs> down there. Specifically Kick-Ax, mm-hmm. uh,
1: a.k.a. Spectre General. That's
0: why we haven't heard much <laughs> from them is because they were like, we're only going to play underwater scenes in movies. That's all our music's going to be. They,
1: they invented the platform of aquatic rock.
0: Oh, aqua- I love it.
1: It's three songs. But there's no, like, blah blah blubs. Like, like I, when I think of aquatic music, I think solely of World 1-2 of Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> but, uh, so this is a song, guys. I, I checked out the lyrics about okay. wanting something so bad, but ultimately being unable to find or achieve it.
0: This is like, so it's like the incel anthem. I don't know what that is. Incel, involuntary celibacy. Those, like,
1: the, the... Like, we would have just known that. You don't know incel? It's a big... It's like... I mean, I believe... I'm not surprised that that movement exists. Or that there's it's a, horrible. And that there's a voluntary... In fact, I know... But to, to know the shorthand for it is if you're part of the community. <laughs> no! No, no. And, and to act like no, me no, no. would know. Because, like, it's on the news every day. It so. is on the news. Like...
2: I thought I'd incel was some kind of battery or something. Well, it's, I
0: guess, positive that you don't know about it, but it's like, yeah, those horrible men. like the internet. positive, it might be a battery. It's like the internet nice guy. It's a horrible community of people who are awful, misogynist, terrible people, and, like, they call themselves incels for involuntary celibacy, and it's disgusting. And so I don't know how we got here. I can't remember how I made that connection. Uh, oh, the, what, the, the what wanting I,
1: something so bad but you, being unable but can, yeah, yeah, yeah. to find that's, that's or their achieve whole, it.
0: That's their whole thing, the women are terrible. <laughs> terrible because they're refusing to have sex with these awful men right 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 i'm hey, sorry <laughs> hey,
1: go to the gym and learn how to talk to people you stupid ugly fools yes yeah, or just awful people or b- buy a prostitute
2: <laughs> sex <laughs> don't worker, don't,
1: no, don't do that you don't deserve the company of women until you learn to have a conversation
0: or get a sex worker I mean I, but that's the whole thing is they don't want a sex worker they want somebody who wants to have wants them but unfortunately they're empty and horrible. Them
1: they want them but they want the worst version of them. They, yeah I'm they like,
0: want it all on their terms. If you won't, like, if
1: you don't care for me when I'm like this then you don't deserve me when I'm like this. Yeah
0: that it's anyway I'm sorry I even brought it up.
1: <laughs> so this song was covered by King Cobra <laughs> on their 1985 album Ready to Strike. Caleb are you familiar with King Cobra?
2: No, so this is not Spectre General? This is no, King Cobra? No,
1: this is Spectre General, okay. a.k.a. Kick yes. But this song, oh. this is their song, but it was covered by another band called wait. King Cobra. And I was asking you because I thought if anybody in this room knew wait, so about King Cobra, you might. So, but perhaps you, it sounds like so, you don't.
2: Wait, where does King Cobra come in to play here? They covered, they covered this the song. song. <laughs> Why do we care about that?
1: Because King Cobra was a band founded by drummer Carmen Apiece after his tenure. With Ozzy Osbourne, so he founded his own band. He said, fuck you, Ozzy. I'm not actually sure if that's what happened. (laughs) And that band, in addition to covering this song just on an album, also contributed to the Iron Eagle soundtrack, which we know has Transformers the Movie Connections, Uh, with the song Iron Eagle, (parentheses Never Say Die. Yes, you know
0: what? I think so music might so. be kind of cool. <laughs> I've had a real arc during this episode. <laughs>
2: Music's a-ok. Well, we just know we just now we know the the context in which you enjoy music. Yeah, which is as a soundtrack. That's right. That's to fine. That's a movie. movie. I think we could get movies. Ryan to a concert then if it was like a silent movie. Perhaps. absolutely <laughs> yeah perhaps agree, we could I...
1: see uh them with friends of the show the Cybertronic Spree would you go see you would see Cybertronic I would Spree. see that yeah that's because
0: that's a, also there's an there's an interesting component to that it's just not some frumpy dudes playing guitar
1: also it is very presumptuous of me to say friends of the show by the way <laughs> people, I do like people who have acknowledged <laughs> the show in one way or another show, show mildly even the Cybertronic Spree <laughs> twitter,
2: yeah, twitter account likers <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, guys, you could still see kick That's what's wow. actually awesome. Uh, if you are Canadian or just a very enthusiastic American friend that lives hopefully in the northern Minnesota and Dakota part, you can catch these guys at the Gray Eagle Event Center on June 15th and the Century <laughs> Casino on June 16th, with, of course, Killer Dwarfs and Helix opening for them. Whoa. So these guys are all over Canada. I think we r- discussed in earlier episodes that these guys are still a pretty frequently... Mm -hmm. They had hits... In Canada, like outside of this uh, movie, they were outside like a big, of this country. Yeah, right, right. They were a big Canadian. They were mostly band. maple syrup based songs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is offensive to Canadians. I want to walk that back. And it was it was all about the maple syrup and also giant tariffs
2: on American chicken. <laughs> well, I see what I want. I'm gonna take it. It's like g- pork in a, <laughs> fork in a pancake or something. <laughs> or? It's a whole bottle on a short yeah. stack. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, stupid, food porn. <laughs> stupid fucking Canadian song. <laughs> oh,
1: no. Wait, I, did I say that? <laughs> the views of Caleb Carter are not uh, <laughs> representative. Not indicative of the, the Autobot <laughs> So guys, I think that means it's time for some Rip deviations. <laughs> for the, uh, the listener familiar with the format of this show, Aaron Thweet... Speaking is going to go first, as he generally does not have a as crazy a script. And I, I'm going to guess that Ryan has something a little more nutso than what I have. So and then uh, I, and I and I listen attentively. That's right. That's, that's Caleb. Caleb has a great role, and, and he you know he has input feedback. That's right. So while Hot Rod and Cup are on the plank, instead of whispering to each other about not being able to transform, instead uh cup we we get a little payoff on that whole missing part scenario uh cup says to hot rod remember when you put me together today and hot rod says sure that's all i've got to think about and then cup says i know what part you forgot and so then the sentencing takes place, the fellows are dropped to their doom, and Cup, because of the, quote, missing part, is able to double-jointedly slip out of the restraints. Oh. And then Cup says, that doohickey you lost was part of my shoulder socket. Watch this, lad. Without it, I'm as double-jointed as Houdini, which oh. is got to be a dated reference for Whoa. Cybertronian 2005. Cup shoots off Hot Rod's restraints then, and Hot Rod says, Wish you had figured that out sooner. And that's how they yeah, got out. thanks a lot to now.
2: <laughs> dickhead. It
1: what? seems like a I think it would be funny if Cup was... Wow.
2: Remember, what is what is Cup... How does Cup ask the question? What does he say?
1: Remember when you put me together today?
2: So, I know what part you forgot. So it'd be funny. If, remember when you put me together today and... and the, remember... <laughs> Take two. Take <laughs> two. Remember when Cup said,
0: <laughs> "Oh
2: my God!" I don't know if I can. And so Ryan, what have uh, you got? It. Well, no, no, <laughs> I want to hold on that for a second. I just wanted to say, it'd be funny. If Cup said, "Remember when you put me together today?" and Hot Water was like, oh, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and right. then it just like that paid off. Yeah. <laughs> not, no, it didn't. <laughs> oh uh. that's staying in.
0: Um so okay, so basically he does like the Mel Gibson thing in Lethal Weapon where he gets out of the straitjacket like because of a trick shoulder. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't remember what, yep. m- what year that came out, but it sounds like maybe Ron Friedman was watching that movie. <laughs> I like this. I
1: like this crazy I like character. This Riggs. <laughs> I bet he says terrible
0: things to women and Jews. What if?
1: What if um, uh, Hot Rod is actually based on Riggs from Lethal Weapon? Mm-hmm. And of course, Cup is the Danny Glover <clears throat> character. I'm getting too old for this shit. Oh, this. I'm gonna rewatch the movie with that as my diplomatic community.
0: has been revoked.
1: Um, so, Ryan, how, what do you got in
0: terms okay, of deviations? Okay, well, if you remember on ours, um, uh, on our last uh, script deviation, whenever we talked about the Quintessons uh, and like Arbalest getting killed, it wasn't a Sharkticon tank. It was basically an arena where mm-hmm. he was given a stun stick and had to fight to the death.
1: Okay, so it was very uh, gladiatorial, gladiatorial mm-hmm. to begin with.
0: Yeah, and so here we are at the arena at the Quintesson Castle compound, and they're herded in, the hot riding cup are herded in this arena, and they face the Quintesson leader who says, Trespassers, you have been found guilty under the laws of Quintesson. And then the Sharkicon guards hands them each a long stun stick, clacking at them gleefully, licking its fangs with a forked steel segmented tongue. which is a little gross.
1: I wish they would have added that. I kind of mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> Hot Rod says to Cup, Riley, do you remember a trial? If we had one, I want to fire our lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yucky, yucky. <laughs> and then Cup hefts the stun stick and says, their heads seem like, <clears throat> their heads seem their only soft spot, lad. Which I don't understand that They're all head. At all. Yeah. And then turns to Hot Rod very solemn, and I thought this was interesting, and says, till all are one. Oh, and this okay. comes in a couple, in a couple of That's these. That's what people episodes. say when they're accepting mm-hmm. death. Yeah. And hot rod, not so fast with that farewell stuff. I have an idea. And, and then we angle on the Lee quintesson. He rotates to the death's head. Therefore, I now sentence you both to... And then Hot Rod twirls the, sun, the stun stick like a quarter staff, exploding the heads off of two Sharkticon guards, and twirls it and faces, forces it at the ground, and then, like, it as, runs like a pole vaulter. Hot Rod shoves the end of the stun stick into the ground just ahead of several Sharkticons, and it explodes and shoots him into the sky. Whoa. Yeah, and then he, he like, launches toward the, 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 the lead Quintesson in the tower... Uh, in parentheses or grandstand he can't decide this comes in a lot whether it's a mm-hmm. tower or a grandstand i don't know and then the foes the the quintesson face mm-hmm. starts rotating a hot rod volts into the shot landing right beside the lead quintesson and pins him against the wall using his stun stick in a horizontal position across the lead quintesson's neck and if you remember this is still going off the fact they're bipedal i mm-hmm. think in this script is still Floroderry. and then on Hot Rod and the League Quintesson, as the Quintesson face rotates to the angry expression, he says, you cannot escape! And Hot Rod says, maybe not, but neither can you!
1: And that's where we'll what? stop for that episode. Hmm. Very action-packed. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Hot Rod and Cup taking control very quickly. Mm-hmm. It sounds pretty cool, actually. The uh, You know, it's an interesting the evolution from that moment to this moment, because... I guess I get what they were going for with this whole, like, trial, and you're found innocent, but you still die because we're ruthless, cold-blooded killers. But you don't even know what they're on trial for. Like, the whole, like, just idea of a trial just doesn't make sense in this context and at least in your version i guess it makes a little more sense because i mean it says they've at least been found guilty of some trespassing or something right but yeah, yeah.
0: i guess it's just it mm-hmm. is weird to even have it in a trial format as opposed to just an execution not no, just be fun. sadistic yeah. yeah yeah i guess it just makes it all seem like higher weirdness i don't know yeah. it's, it's a strange component yeah i don't think it flows perfectly
1: mm-hmm. but you know i'll take it yeah well when you see what you want you're going to take it. <laughs> uh, on that, I think uh, it's time for that little ghost to visit us that does huh. every huh. now and again. Huh. <laughs> All
2: right, so, okay, I we can... I'm the ghost of the iconic moment. <laughs> you know... Caleb,
1: what's your iconic moment of this
2: minute? Well, I do think it's pretty cool when they splash into the water. <laughs> <laughs> Good animation, great.
1: Good water, hand drawing skills. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. All right,
0: Ryan, what do you like? I, I mean, my it's probably maybe my favorite line in the movie. I have nothing but contempt for this court.
2: That's a good one. I wish I'd have picked that one. <laughs> I want to, I want to make a shirt that shows Hot Rod and it just says nothing but contempt. Maybe. I fucking hate that guy. I don't. I, I like him now. I think he's coming into his
1: own. I sure. I don't really hate him. Yeah. You could do it in the style of uh, Shepherd fairy and uh, have contempt be the word below it. That that meme isn't played out well, a like, decade ago, I'd right? I'd like have
2: him like dressed up as Matlock, or like Matlock, or Perry Mason, or... That's pretty good. Uh, what's the... Uh, Boo Radley, what's that book? Oh, yeah.
0: oh To Kill a Mockingbird? With uh, Atticus Finch? Yeah. As good. played by Gregory Peck? Yes, we could go there, too. Or Clarence Darrow? Mm-hmm. Lots of famous
1: lawyers, guys. I'm I'm gonna go with Matthew McConaughey from the best courtroom drama of all time, A Time to Kill, where he's like, "All right, all right, all right, guilty." Uh, I w- I was just
0: thinking I I was thinking of the uh, the T-shirt with the
1: cereal where they make this yeah, this yeah. scene the quintessos. I have what is it? I have nothing but contempt for, for this, this crunch. crunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll put that one back on the website. Yep. Uh, I wrote down the the whole just like the drop when they're found innocent and uh, the statement about like when Cup makes the statement about Demolition Derby as the solution to getting out of their pickle you knew you were about to see some fucking cool shit
0: yeah I like like the Demolition Derby bit
1: which we'll get into in the next minute that's right stay tuned next time on the Autopod Decepticast we're gonna see the payoff on that Demolition Derby they said it and they're gonna deliver on it that's right so listen to the show next week. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play and <laughs> Listen this week. <laughs>
2: listen, listen You're hearing
1: whenever, it now. Listen listen whenever the fuck you want. You know what? You're in control of your life. It's on demand program. I assume you have a set schedule. Just saying when next, you
2: say next episode? I'm just trying to help get out of this situation <laughs> <laughs> He felt it was getting
1: volatile. Oh, man. Caleb, I appreciate the bailout. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so we're on our social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All of them at APODDCast. And, of course, we've got web presence wrapped up in tiny little bows mm-hmm. at autopoddecepticast.com. iTunes users. Rate and subscribe the fuck out of us. Mm, Why don't you? Please. Brown, picker package. oh, <laughs> brown paper packages tied <laughs> brown pe- up with string. Brown pe- that, that fell apart almost Brown paper peppers.
0: Brown paper pepper <laughs> 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 <All> right, well, <laughs>
1: Remember when you put the to play. <laughs> that was me making fun of you.
2: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>
0: I listened to this audiobook about the 1918 flu pandemic.
2: Mm-hmm. Man. It killed a lot of people. It killed it 3
0: killed... to 6% of the world's population.
2: Yeah, yeah. not to mention during that time it was also World War One. Yep. In which, fact, which was killing millions
0: of people as well. They believe it started uh, in a camp, in, uh, like an army camp in Kansas, hmm. was the origination <laughs> of it, and then they took it over to Europe. And, um,. Yeah, it killed more people in two in 24 months than AIDS killed in 24 years. It killed a lot of people.
1: Like how, uh, 50 to 100 million. How did it quote-unquote start? Like, I mean, what was special about it? Just it to, was just H1N1. Okay.
0: It, uh, has, H1N1's been part of two flu pandemics. Basically, it mutated and became extremely virulent. And it actually it was so virulent that it burned itself out and mutated into a safer form. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting because like the flu that we have this year... It killed um, mostly uh, healthy young adults, like in thirties, mm-hmm. forties, uh, as opposed to children and old people, which most flu kills. And the reason was it was so virulent that their immune system put up such an aggressive fight, it just did burned their body out. Like you, would, there were people that didn't even know they were sick and died of it, like within like a day. Wow. Uh, but it like like fluid in the lungs mostly was what killed them, or uh, the secondary infection of pneumonia, like Caleb had. Fascinating stuff.
1: I'm glad that I, I've never had pneumonia. Before. I haven't either. It killed more
0: people. It killed the same number of people that took uh, the Black Death to do in a century. It killed that in two years. Wow.
2: Yeah. And it's weird that we don't really know. Like, that isn't we don't a- talk about it. Top. It's crazy.
0: Can Why you imagine, like some, popula- like, some of the population, like some like small communities were completely eradicated. But can you imagine, like, being in a city where twenty percent of the people are dead? Like nobody's on the street. People are just dead in their houses because people can't get to them to give them food or whatever. It's crazy. Like to th- you'd think the world was ending.
2: There'd be a lot more job opportunities.
0: Blazos, blazos, where we sell good. <laughs>